is cooking, everyone. You've reached the podcast, Barbecue to Movies. I am scriptwriter Steve, and is your brain boiling because your blood is red hot? Well, I have to say, uh, this uh, presidency of Joe Biden has got to me pretty down and pretty concerned because where America is, I think it is heading right now, it's not a good place. I really don't think it's a good place. I'm going to try to keep positive, but I can tell you what, intuition and common sense tells me the exact opposite. And I know it for the fact that you're probably thinking things don't look right. And uh, if you agree, agree with me, that's great. If you disagree with me, that's fine. You know, I'm fine. In fact, a lot of times I like to hear, I guess, people disagreeing with my train of thought. Because if I'm headed down the wrong road, I really don't want to be headed down that wrong road for very long. I am very much a maverick when it comes to thought. I don't believe in groupthink. Uh, in fact, for my company, if you ever take a look at some of the companies that I own, it's very much maverick in what it does. My wedding company, which I own, <laughs> I don't use a regular digital SLR. I use a snapshot camera for the photography. Yeah, one that fits in the palm of my pocket. That's not normal. That's very much against the grain, by the way. I stayed shooting on film way after it became out of style and digital came into style. I was still shooting on 160 ISO Portra, Kodak Portra. Beautiful film, beautiful pictures. But And I still use the light meter, by the way, when I do pictures. I still do the old school way and I shoot it all in manual, understanding what the, the shutter speed and the f-stops and everything like that. But in any way... I want to get into, I guess, everything that has been going on in our nation the last six days. Uh, there's a lot of news to share with you. I want to share this news, give you my opinion on everything. Uh, but before I do that, I got to cut the commercial. So I'll be right back after these messages. Alrighty, I am back, everyone. And before I start... First of all, I wanted to thank you um, to all my listeners out there, to all those who are downloading and sharing my podcast with their friends and family. I really appreciate it. I have a small group of listeners out here, and it is great because now I'm slowly actually kind of like, um, I guess, what's the word here? Uh, daisy chaining my listeners. You know, one person tells the next and everything, and uh, I'm, I guess some numbers are looking pretty darn good. Uh, I'm not I'm not hugely popular, but I'm a lot more popular than when I first started in November. Okay, so uh, with that being said, I wanted to talk a little bit about QAnon, and I wanted to talk about the false narrative that is being, I guess, the false label that is being slapped onto the Republican Party. Now, I always talk about personality types because I'm a writer, and that's one of the things that we always study. And I always have told you that on both sides of the party, you're going to get what they call a type six loyalist, all right? There are more loyalists on the left, though, than on the right. And a lot of times, what you, what you see now is that the left is, is self-projecting their own fears onto the right. So right now, with the type six loyalists, these are people who have trust problems, who are paranoid by nature. Um, they're conspiracy theorists a lot of times. They believe in, they believe in groupthink uh, because they, one thing that they fear is themselves. They're always looking for a rescuer. So what do these people do? Well, depending on where they're coming from and who's available at the time and who's rescuing them, but they can join a gang. They can join a religion. They can join a cult. They can join a movement. And this is where you get Antifa, Black Lives Matter. And again, these are things where, where people have trust problems. Like a lot of people 
who are in the black community, they have a lot of trust problems because they, they grew up without a father. All right. Let's be very honest about that. The black community has a very big fatherless problem. And because they have a fatherless problem, they have a big trust problem. They don't know who to trust. So a lot of the these young black men or even black women, they're out there here in America. They don't they don't have a father. They're not, and a lot, a lot of times their mother's not there either. They're raised by their grandparents. And where are they going to go? Well, they can play sports and their coach will become their father figure. And a lot of times when their coach becomes their father figure, these athletes end up becoming very outstanding citizens in America. But then you have others in the black community that end up, you know, going down, you know, the road of joining a gang, which is not very good. And this happens in not just for the blacks. It happens in every single ethnicity. It just happens in the world where people are just raised in broken families. And by the way, everyone's raised, not everyone, but there's so many people that are just raised in broken families. You know, I'm very lucky for myself. My privilege is being raised with a really good mother and a really good father who are still married. That's almost unheard of. Out of all my friends, I'm one of my only friends who has a complete family. And it's one of the reasons why I turned out the way I am, because I have good parents. I can bounce off ideas from both of them. They've always say, hey, don't think this. They've been, you know, they're very honest with me. And even if I don't like hearing it, they're still very honest with me, right? <laughs> you know, and my other, my other friends, a lot of them don't know who their father is. And a lot of, a lot of them have found, uh, I guess, their, I guess their, their light in churches, um, their trust in a lot of other groups. And luckily those have been really like, you know, good influences on them. Right. But unfortunately you have some people out there who start, you know, looking at other areas to find, I guess, shelter. And this, this would be Antifa, right? Or Black Lives Matter. Or would you have even the Democrat Party or the Republican Party telling you what to think? And you have QAnon. And QAnon is one of those. Now, QAnon, uh, I think Q and Anon is actually two different things, right? I think um, uh, Q, Anon is like a White House insider and Q is supposed to be some type of I guess inside a CIA person, I'm not sure. They, I'm not sure how they put it all together, but they have a lot of different theories in there. And when you're a loyalist, you really don't discredit a lot of these things, okay? And but you'll find that you'll find people on the left. They will find more of their their solution by joining the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party in itself is a social group, all right? The Republican Party, though, is not. Within the Republican Party, you may find these little splinter groups like QAnon, right? But you won't, the, the Republican Party as a whole really doesn't function like how the Democrats do. That's why we don't really have, uh, it's very much a lot of splinter groups in the Republican Party, right? Until Donald Trump came along and kind of united everyone, kind of, you know, with this uh, make America great thing, we really didn't have a single person that everyone united um, under. You know, you had you know libertarians under there. You have Rand Paul over there, who's very different. You have Ron Paul, who's very different, right? There was a Paul Rand. I forgot what it was. I think. And anyway, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about here. I keep getting Rand Paul and Paul Rand mixed up, but there, there's all different types of conservatives out there on the spectrum, and even Republicans can't agree on a single issue there. And but on the Democrat side, when the barking orders come down from the top, 
they all fall in line. They all say global warming is bad. They all think global warming is bad. They all think this. They all think that. They all think everyone's uh, all, they think all Republicans are domestic terrorists on the left. And then they'll all say, oh, you're, you're a Trump supporter. You must be a domestic terrorist. On the Republican side, we, we don't buy into groupthink for the most part. But there is a small splinter section that does, but not as much as the left. And that's really what I really, I really want to stress here. <laughs> they have it all wrong. The media, everyone has it all wrong, okay? On the, on the right, not everyone is a blind loyalist. And I'll tell you this again. Donald Trump, he's all for, he's all for vaccines. He's pro-vaccine. How many Republicans actually want to take the vaccine that he actually pushed through through Operation Warp Speed? I think it's less than 50%. So they're not following Trump like with blind allegiance, not whatsoever. They're saying, we don't believe in that, Donald Trump. And the other 50 are saying, we believe you. Thank you very much. Because they believe in the vaccine. It's not like they follow Donald Trump. He's not a leader. The only person people follow on the right, for the most part, is Jesus. I can tell you that Jesus unites all of them on the right. You start talking about Jesus, prayer, heaven, right? That's what unites everyone on the right. Other, other than that, it's kind of all splintered. On the left, you'll find more allegiance toward each other, more allegiance toward a, toward a common theme. And by the way, whatever that theme is, it can change almost day and night, and they don't care. They really, really don't care. When Brett, Brett, when Brett Kavanaugh was out there running for the Supreme Court or getting questioned in the Supreme Court, it was all about women's rights and every single woman should be heard. Every single woman who had the allegation of being raped should be heard. We heard that over and over and over again. We heard that with Stormy Daniels and everyone who accused Donald Trump of like having like a really bad affair with them, right? Every single, every single woman should be heard. Now, with Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden of, uh, sexual, uh, of sexual harassment, actually, not, not just a harassment, like flat out just raping, flat out raping, raping her, sexual assault, I would call that rape, but her voice was silenced by the whole media. Completely. And everyone everyone on the left, they were completely okay with it. Even if you ask someone on the left about, what about Tara Reid's story? They don't care. They really don't care. Not at all. So again, it's all about allegiance on the left. Not about morals. On the right, you have all of these righteous moral people. And that's why even QAnon is, even their conspiracy theory, it's actually... Not a bad conspiracy theory in a way of that they, they believe that they're actually fighting for something good because they're, they're alleging that I think one of the major conspiracy theories is that they're, that they're um, fighting pedophiles and a cannibalistic Satan-worshipping cult. That's not a bad thing if you really think about it. Now, it may be crazy, but it's not a bad thing. I mean, wouldn't you be fighting against a Satan-worshipping pedophile cannibalistic cult? I would think so. One that has a global child sex trafficking ring, right? <laughs> I would think you would say, yeah, I think um, that's bad. And I would actually want to be against that. But um, again, and you know what? Here's the thing about it. When it comes to conspiracy theories, right? Even on both sides, there's always a sliver of truth to it. Now we have to find out what that sliver of truth is. So on Black Lives Matter, there is 
instances of police brutality out there. It's not false. Now, the narrative, the stories that they tell, police brutality, they're greatly exaggerated, and a lot of times they're not. They're actually justified uh, actions by the police, which is classified as police brutality. But that story they have, it is some truth, but it's not told in context, right? So when you take a look at this on the QAnon area, we have to take a look and say, hey, wait a minute. Is this, you know, exactly what the, is it? I mean, do Satan worshipers actually exist there? Is there proof? Can we prove that exist? Is it actually cannibalistic? Can we, can we, I guess, punch plot holes into there, like how we do scripts? And to tell you the truth, I have been. I have been looking at it very seriously, and I've been able to punch plot holes in there. If I weren't able to do that, then I would actually not believe in it. But I don't want to get into that. Uh, but even pedophiles, the, the pe- pedophile thing about the pedophile ring. Now, that part may have a lot of truth to it. Because here's the thing. There were celebrities, Hollywood celebrities, involved with cults that trafficked, that trafficked um, underage prostitutes in there. And then there's the, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Now, we still don't know how Jeffrey Epstein made all of his money. But he was very, very rich. But he wasn't a mutual fund manager. He wasn't anything like this. He did like young women. He did have young women, underage women, actually being part of his cult, which there was a lot of people, a lot of powerful people were visiting his island. I don't know what for, but there's something weird there going on. And how he died, that seems very, I guess mm. there are a lot of coincidental things that happen that just make you scratch your head. You know, like the camera's going off, the guard's just going on on a smoke break or whatever, whatever break. Just it just so happened to be, and then his neck his uh, neck being broken in that way. Um, did he actually want to kill himself? It's like that seems kind of weird. Now I'm not saying he didn't kill himself, but it just seems a little coincidental, right? Too coincidental. And by the way, when things seem a little too coincident coincidental, they re- they're really not the truth. <laughs> they really don't. Um, it's just, ugh, you know, so I don't know what to say about that, but it makes you, makes you really think. Now, I don't like it that the media is charging everyone who's a Trump supporter as a conspiracy theorist, as a conspiracy theorist nut. And they're taking this QAnon thing and saying because QAnon pushes conspiracy theories, that voter fraud is also just another conspiracy theory when it's actually not. There is actually proof of voter fraud. And is it widespread? No, absolutely not. Widespread, no crime, by the way, is actually ever widespread. Even a serial killer, their murders are not widespread. Terrorism, um, terrorism is not widespread. For the most part, the world is a peaceful place. You know, terrorism is not happening everywhere in America, but we still have to be on the alert for it, right? You know, um, I guess... What do they call it? Illegal immigration is not a widespread problem. It's very targeted. It happens only on the southern border for the most part, right? So it's very targeted. It doesn't doesn't happen like in the middle of Kansas. It doesn't it doesn't happen over the, over there in Colorado for the most part, right? People aren't you know flying in there to be like you know to to, to be illegally transported to Colorado. It happens along the border, so it's very targeted. Most crimes are never widespread. Now, is there enough fraud to actually, you know, you know, push sway the election? That has never been investigated. 
But we know that there's quite a bit of fraud, actually quite a bit that you should be worried about. And we'll never get to the bottom of it. And what we're hearing right now is that the media, again, who are, who are for the most part, loyalists on the left, self-projecting and saying, well, since we're all loyalists on the left because we follow orders from the top down, they actually do. Whatever's an exit, I, I keep repeating myself, right? Whatever's this, their bullet points, they're going to say the exact same thing and they won't even challenge, I guess, Nancy Pelosi. They won't even challenge what's coming out of the, the mouth of Joe Biden. Nothing. They never challenge what's coming out the mouth of Obama. It is completely the truth. Voter fraud? Okay, there's, there's no voter fraud? Okay, there's no voter fraud, right? QAnon, all the Republicans are like QAnon? Okay, all the Republicans are like QAnon. That's what they do. Nod, nod, nod. So they're thinking the Republicans must all believe in QAnon. The Republicans must all believe in this. So they're all crazy. All of them. Completely all of them. But we know that's completely false. Absolutely. If we were more like the left, then we would have more unity. All right? Which we don't. I can tell you all different types of Republicans on the right. All different types. So... That is what, you know, I want to talk about with this QAnon thing right now. Uh, I want to talk about another thing. I want to talk about other, other things about Joe Biden's plans. It's not good. Uh, when I tell you about it, your head is just going to spin. Uh, when I learned about it, oh, I, I really asked myself, what the hell am I doing? going to go from here. Like, what the hell am I doing in America? I hope it doesn't pass, and uh, I hope... I really hope when I tell you about it that you won't actually pack up and leave America. But I'm going to tell you about it right after these messages. All right. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer in chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So, look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So, visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. Okay, so let's get straight into this. All right, hope you're sitting down or if you're driving that you're not going to just scream out of your car and just crash it because this is just going to be bone-chilling what I'm telling you. So President Joe Biden and his cohorts, um, they want to tax what they call unrealized capital gains. So what are unrealized gains? Well, say, for example, if you bought a stock for about $10, and it went up to $100. Now, you didn't sell the stock, right? It just gained 90 points, $90. 
and you're like getting the money. You're like, man, I can't believe this. I can't wait till it goes up $300, right? And you're holding it, holding it, holding it. Well, they want to tax that gain even though you didn't sell it. How do you like that? They want to tax every single investment out there that falls under this um, category of capital gains. So your house, if it appreciates in value, that stock, that cryptocurrency. And by the way, some of their minions have even talked about taxing like baseball cards. <laughs> baseball cards or even collectible cars. So if that collectible car, that ba- that collectible baseball card or photo or hey, you have a you have a Tom Brady um autographed rookie and he wins another Super Bowl, well that's going to go up in value. You better report that as capital gains. <laughs> Does that make your head spin right there? Could you imagine if that passes? It's not just Joe Biden saying this by the way. And Joe Biden, I don't think he said this. These were all of his minions, and it's not just one. It's absolutely not just one. They're saying that this is something we have to consider to balance the budget and to raise money so we can enact programs like green energy programs. We have to build back better. Is this building back better? Would you ever want what do you want to own? Like everything you can own, if you spend your money correctly, it's going to, it should increase in value. You don't want to put your money in the bank because, when, you know, if, if you're, it'll shrink because of inflation. If your money's in the bank and you have inflation out there, you're losing about you know two to three percent every single year. And if you're going to make three percent every year, you're going to get taxed on it. Does that make any sense to you? If they if they follow through with this unrealized capital gains tax, which again, it's not Joe Biden didn't even echo this. He didn't even stutter this out. It's all of his minions. And the media made sure no one talked about it, but it's there. Just Google unrealized capital gains tax, and you'll see all of his, all of his evil minions out there. I keep using that word minions because that's what they are. They're all talking about this as though they want it to come true. Here's the scary thing. Do we have... You know, we don't have the majority in the House. And, you know, we don't have the majority in the Senate because Kamala Harris will break the tiebreaker, right? And uh, we have to depend on a handful of Democrats to come over to the Republican side so it wouldn't pass into law. And, of course, Joe Biden will sign anything. <laughs> if, that, if they pass that, like, I just really don't know if I want to stay in America anymore. I mean, I'm serious about that. I mean, why would you ever want to buy a house here? Why would you ever want to buy a stock again? Why would you ever want to buy a baseball card or anything? Right? You, you can just, the only place to put your money is into assets that drop in value. You know, I, I just buy like, you know, um, I guess uh, ma- magazine companies and cars and, and failing news stations <laughs> because they all happen to like, Decrease in value as soon as you put money into it. Oh, my God. Isn't it depressing? It's just, uh, I, I just don't understand this. I really don't. This is what makes my blood boil. I mean, I'm sure you're probably thinking, what the hell are you talking, Steve? This can't be true. This is true. 
unrealized capital gains, on gains you don't realize. Your stock goes up 90 points, you didn't cash it out, you're going to get taxed on it. You're going to get tax capital gains on it. Now I want to know what happens if it goes down. Can you get a tax credit? I don't think so. So we're going to like, you know, I I just don't think, I don't trust the government in giving me my money back. What do you do? It's stupid. It's really stupid. So on some other news, get this. I'm sure you probably heard about it. We're going to move on to a different subject here. So Amazon is actually holding a vote to unionize the workers. And they're really, really, uh, they're really pushing the fact that they don't, they don't want this mail-in balloting at all. Because they feel that mail-in ballots disenfranchise the voters. They want to do in-person voting. They said it's the best approach for a valid and fair and successful election. Jeff Bezos out there saying that. So apparently he believes that, here's the funny thing, he believes that mail-in balloting disenfranchises the voters. But apparently it didn't disenfranchise the presidential election. He knows. He knew it. He saw it happen for a fact. He was maybe part of it. You know, he knows. We all know. We all know. And by the way, how do we all know? Well, not only from the facts. If you ever look on Project Veritas, there's one lady who, um, I guess, swung 7,000 votes in the favor of a Republican, I think, representative, a gay Republican representative. She was paid by him. And she got him elected. And she told Project Veritas, and I guess in a, in a hidden camera video, how she actually did it. And she said there's tons of people like her across the entire nation. And they do swing elections. It happens all the time. And I believe her. You know, it's not just her doing it. And if you're a Democrat, you're listening to this, you should actually look, you should Google, or actually go on YouTube, Project Veritas, right, and voter fraud, and watch that video. Watch how she does. Watch how she bribes people to, to vote for her candidate. Watch how she does it all through mail-in balloting. It's all right there. What can I say? All right, guys, what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to go through um, several news articles one by one. Um, because I just want you to get educated on what's happening right now. So what they're also doing right now over there in, I guess, in the um, the House of Reps, they're passing, what they're, they're trying to pass what they call the, quote, For the People Act. Of course, this is what the Democrats do. They always want to label something opposite of what it's actually going to be, do, um, going to be doing. So the, quote, unquote, For the People Act will not be benefiting the people. It will be benefiting the I guess, the Democrat Party. This is one thing that they want to do. They, this bill, it would require all states to offer same-day and internet voter registration for federal elections. Now, there's really no way to actually uh, verify someone on the day that you actually um, elect, I mean, I, mean, I mean, register. There's no way. I mean, if I register some, like, something today, even anything... There's no way to say that it's true or false. Absolutely not, none. It also says that um, the bill would require states to hold early voting of at least 15 days and then would also establish automatic voter registration. That means when you turn the age to vote, automatically you're registered. And that's not right. 
You should register to vote. That's just part of being an American is just registering to vote. Now, what does automatic voter registration do? It generates another mailing list. So that ballot can be sent out. But then again, if people don't vote, who is a, per- a person can vote for that person? Because, by the way, this bill also says you don't need voter ID. How do you like that? So you're going to have automatic voter registration and no voter ID. And they're going to say you can actually do same-day voter registration and no ID, no voter ID. How do you like that? Because, by the way, voter ID, they said, is very racist. Very racist against minorities, very racist against blacks because they don't have voter, they don't have an ID. I'm Chinese. I have an ID. My friends are all, most of them are all Asians because I live here in Hawaii. We're all Asian, Japanese and Filipinos and Chinese. We all have IDs. I have friends who are black. I have many friends who are black. They all have IDs. We're not any less than other people. So the argument to say, oh, we can't have minorities. It's very racist if you have voter ID. This is complete BS. And by the way, it also expand the vote by mail uh, opportunities. How do you like that? So again, automatic voter registration, vote by mail, no voter ID. Oh, by the way, signature authorization or matching on that voter mail ID, completely gone. So anybody can sign my name. Anybody can vote. Anybody can register anyone. You have a kid, he turns 18, he's automatically registered. Somebody can go in there and go to the the, voting booth on his behalf and vote or actually get his voter mail or ballot and actually, you know, vote for him. How do you like that? This is for the people. Really? This is for the people. (laughs) Nothing about Dominion machines, nothing about that. Absolutely nothing. Now, they have some things about like, oh, campaign finance reform, ethics, and they, they snuck statehood for the District of Columbia in here, which is completely baloney. All right? You know, District of Columbia shouldn't have statehood. Not whatsoever. Not at all. So, this is not good. This is absolutely not, not good. And, uh, you know, what are we going to do about it? It may pass. The Senate has something very similar. Um, they're gaming the system. Uh, they're trying to impeach Trump so he won't run. He can't run in 2024. And they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to cheat. This is what, it, no, they're, they're trying to. They're, they're, they're trying to, I mean, they're, they are doing it. They're not just trying it. They're like actually in the motion of cheating. They're cheating four years before Joe Biden, you know, may run for another election. I'm not even sure if it'll last that long, but whoever's going to run, they don't have to, it doesn't matter who they run. You know, I think they'll run Kamala more than likely if she's, uh, you know, if Joe Biden doesn't run, if he's still, or if if Kamala Harris is not president, they're going to run her. And uh, will they be able to run her on her record? I don't think so because America is going to be sucky by then. It really is. But what can we do? I mean, really, really, what can we do? And it's going to come to a point where 
you know, citizens are going to see, I mean, regular citizens, I, I, in fact, I think if some of the regular Democrats out there would just see that this is just getting out of hand. And there, there will be more conspiracy theories that pop up. And, you know, the internet is not helping at all. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, everyone, they're not helping by shutting down conversation. The comment wars that happen on top of Facebook are very, very important. People have to duke it out on there. Uh, you know, if you just shut down one side of the conversation, they're just going to go underground. And all of a sudden, they're going to become very counterphobic and they'll become very, you know, very bad counterphobics. They want to destroy what they fear. And what they will fear is the U.S. government. And they'll actually go out there and destroy it. And they may have a very valid reason to do so. You know, at that point, if things are coming to that, at that point, if if there if it's come to a point where you can't invest into a stock or the property, you know, if you get taxed on unrealized gains, imagine this now, right? That you can't vote like your your districts are redrawn and it always goes Democrat all of a sudden. All of this, you can't determine like how how the money's being spent. <laughs> You know, you can't run a business. They're going to close you down. Right? They're going to demonetize you on YouTube if you if you say the wrong thing. You, you, there will be a revolution that starts up. I mean, it is, it is, it is inevitable for it to happen. Right? I don't know what to say, people. It's not good news. It's really, really, really not. All right, next one. This is a funny thing. <laughs> well, it's not even funny. None of this is funny. But in, but in 2020, I'm going to quote Joe Biden here. He said, folks, Donald Trump doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control. I do. Now, he said that in October, November of 2020. What did he say a couple of days ago? Folks, there is nothing I can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. He said there's nothing he can do. He said he had a plan in 2020, but in 2021, there's nothing he can do. No plan. Mask wearing? Apparently, he figured out that mask wearing doesn't work because if you have the 100-day mask you know, thing going out right now, it's not going to work because masks really don't work. Nothing. Lockdowns, nothing. He can't do it. If you lockdowns don't matter. WHO said lockdowns do more harm than good. WHO said masks don't work. What is, this, what is the WHO doing to help out Joe Biden? They changed the way after he rejoined, after, the, after America rejoined the WHO, they changed the way they interpret positive tests. They said the PCR test is not very accurate. Don't rely on it. Therefore, also take down the multiplication that you have right now, which is 50 in some places of America, 40, which is way too high. It should be something 20 or 30. But even after you're positive, make sure that they have symptoms of COVID because they may be, if they're asymptomatic, they may have the virus in them, but it could be a dead virus. And then after that, test them again. And then if they're, they're still positive, then mark them as positive. How do you like that? So you just can't take a single nose swab anymore, and naturally, that will plummet numbers. <laughs> what can we say? Now get this. There were 18 suicides in Las Vegas. School children. 
some young as nine. This is from this is from kids who are just going nuts from the lockdown. <laughs> That's not good. Kids don't have, you know, they're not in risk of dying from COVID. They can get COVID and most of them will live. I mean, I would say close to 100% of them will be fine. Other than the kids who have like some really, really bad like health conditions, right? You know, they have to fear the flu more than they have to fear COVID. But lo and behold, they have to also fear because of the lockdowns, they have to fear suicide. I don't have good news today, people. I really don't. It's sad news. All right. More sad news to come. So um, Biden, <laughs> remember he said they're not going to ban fracking? Well, guess what? They're following, they said they're following through with their federal fracking plan. So no fracking on federal land. Oh, by the way, though, they said Biden really didn't lie because he said um, he, he, he's only actually banning fracking from federal land. Those that happen on private land are still open. No, he said absolutely not. He would not ban, fr- um, ban fracking. But he did say he would ban fra- fracking, crack down on it during when he ran as a Democratic, um, I guess, uh, nominee. When he, turned, when he actually ran for president, he changed it. And now he's telling, he is actually now saying that he is going through with a fracking ban on federal land. The guy is a liar. So all of you Democrats who are saying, oh, he didn't say, and, and defending him. And if you're still defending him, something's wrong with you because he lied to you. He absolutely lied to you. All right. General manager of Keystone Pipeline has says hundreds of guys have already been laid off because of Biden. And by the way, everyone here in this Keystone who is working on this XL pipeline, these union workers here, all of them voted for Trump. Yet for some reason that area went to Biden. They don't understand that. Of course, they want that election results to be audited, but they can't. By the way, they use Dominion machines. They had late mail and balloting, too. <laughs> All right, next one. The walkaway founder, Brandon. Remember him? That guy? We liked him. He's arrested by the FBI because he maybe had been involved with the U.S. Capitol riot. Now, I'm not sure if that's true or not. They said there's some video of him outside saying, hold the line, hold the line, and encouraging people to go into there. But you know what? You know... Maybe he was, maybe, but were they, here's the thing. Were they actually rioting? I don't think so. You know, I really don't think so. They weren't defacing property. They weren't bringing Molotov cocktails. And it, and it really hurts me so bad, you know, to say, yeah, of course they, they shouldn't have been doing it. I disagree with it totally. If I were, if I were there, I would have not participated in that at all. Um, there were millions of people there, by the way, and only 1,000 of the millions, we're talking even less than a percent, we're talking 0.001%, actually went down to the Capitol and got in there. And how many how many of them actually, you know, caused damage, you know, to, to, to a historical property there? There was nothing that happened. You know, the left can pull down statues, they can burn an entire police precinct down to the ground. They can kill a cop, and they can get away with it. You know, there's, there's a lot of the cops who got killed 
and all of these riots that happened um, because of Antifa and BLM uh, that are still at large. They have no idea who killed the cop. Absolutely no idea. It's sad. And by the way, the media endorsed those riots. They said, well, you know, what's wrong with them? You know, some of them said reparations are kind of good. The way they steal from Target, that was a form of reparations. You know? But here's the thing. Brandon, the walkaway founder, you know, he may, he may have had a moment of, of lapse judgment encouraging people to go into there, but he shouldn't be arrested for trying to incite or for what they're calling insurrection. And by the way, that was an insurrection. That was not an insurrection. If they really, truly wanted to overtake the government, these people, you know, they believe in the Second Amendment, they would have done it with guns. They left their guns at home. That's all I have to say about that. So here's a pretty interesting thing, too. Just going down the headlines, by the way. So uh, Trump is putting uh, travel restrictions on South Africa. (laughs) Now, I want to know, how is that not xenophobic? Because remember when Trump put the um, ban of travel on China, a lot of Democrats were saying that was xenophobic, right? I mean, I, I didn't, you know, we still hear that Trump had actually, when Trump had done that, it's still a xenophobic move, right? Against my people, right? But apparently when Joe Biden puts it on South Africa, that's not xenophobic. And I don't think it actually is. I really believe it's medical, medically driven. And by the way, it doesn't even make sense too because the, um, the infections in South Africa are actually headed down to levels of, that, of levels of what it was before. And I know they have a new strain in there, but it looks as this new strain is getting really under control. But anyway, with that being said, you know, it just goes to show you the battle of rhetoric. You know, it's just completely stupid. Again, more stupidity that makes your brain boil because your blood is just red hot. Man, I wish I'd, I'm, I still have some news for you guys here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's some really interesting thing here is that um, uh, the Mexico president said that Joe Biden um, that told him that the U.S. would spend $4 billion to help develop the nations of Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala. $4 billion. You know, we have to help ourselves first. Why are we helping those countries? That's a lot of money. That means you could actually raise, you know, you could actually put up, create federal jobs out there, create, you know, $4 billion you could give to certain states that are hard hit. There are certain states, states like here in Hawaii, that are really, really hard hit. They could give that $4 billion to the state of Hawaii because tourism, you know, because of the lack of tourism, we just got, you know, we all, we all, we are all standing in the bread line. Not we are all, but me, you know. You know, you, you could help us. Why do you have to help rebuild Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala when there are some states that really need some help? $4 billion would be a lot. Look at Minneapolis. They burned their cities down, right? You know, Kenosha, they could need some of that money. No, let's rebuild those other countries. Let, let's rebuild Central America. Oh, boy. And by the way, over Antifa, 
there's still violence over there in the streets, and nothing's being done. The president hasn't even made a comment on that. He didn't even send the National Guard. The National Guard, by the way, is busy in D.C. guarding against violent domestic terrorism, which is not happening there. It's happening over there in Tacoma, Washington. That's what domestic terrorism is. Here's how stupid it is, right? I mean, here's how dumb our president is. You can't realize what domestic terrorists look like. They burn down a police precinct. They burn down a Wendy's. They loot your stores. They burn down local businesses. Antifa is just an idea. And then you're, you put all these, these troops, National Guard troops over in D.C., and nothing happens. And even on the capitals, when something was happening there, they didn't burn it down. And trust me on this, if that many people had Molotov cocktails and they actually wanted to hurt and kill the people in there, all they had to do is throw Molotov cocktails, keep going, keep going, just keep throwing it, and it would have gotten done. It would have been horrible. But trust me on this, if Antifa, they would have done it. They would have been that violent with it. They're... That's, that's real domestic terrorism. You know, things are on fire. We didn't see D.C. or the Capitol on fire. We didn't see statues being you know, torn down. We didn't see these historic paintings being spray painted on, you know, graffitied on. None of that. They were trying to, the, these very angry, even the QAnon conspiracy theorists, they were trying to set up a, a secondary Chaz at the Capitol saying this is our, our freedom zone, right? They're, they're trying to set up a state within a state. They weren't trying to do that. But they're doing that in Seattle. Give me a break, guys. See, again, there's this double standard. I mean, what kind of nation are we living in, right? It's sad. No good news. Absolutely no good news. Now, to end this all, Oh, geez, I'm just rubbing my eyes a little bit here. Then this all, I had this Facebook comment war, I'll tell you this funny story. And I was getting attacked 20 to 1. It felt like that, man. Uh, because when I said, hey, you know what, what, I mentioned, isn't it xenophobic to ban, you know, the South Africans from coming to America? And I was just making a kind of a funny comment over here. And then people were saying, oh, it's medical, you don't care about this, you don't care about that. And then somebody said, you don't care, you know, you just want to, you don't care about blacks and everything. I said, oh my, they're playing the race card to me. And I said, look, you know, <laughs> and they said, don't you know that South Africa is the capital of Africa? I said, capital? I said, what, wait, what do you mean capital? And they said, yeah, it's the capital of Africa, the capital of the country of Africa. I said, country? Are you, what? You know, country? Yeah, they said South Africa, don't you know? That's why it's called Africa. Amer People are called African Americans because they come from the country of Africa, you stupid idiot. This one guy wrote to me that. And, and on top of that, other people defended him. And I was like, oh my God. Like, these people think Africa is a country, not a continent. I'm not sure if they know the difference. And South Africa isn't a portion of the country, that's actually a country within itself. We all know that. <laughs> what can I say? I, I tried to correct them. I couldn't correct them. They wouldn't accept it. They called me a conspiracy theorist. So because I think 
Africa is a continent. I'm pushing Russian conspiracy. <laughs> you can't argue with idiots. You, you really, really just can't. I don't know what to say about that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's, this is almost as bad as Eric Swalwell, you know, the guy who slept with Fang Fang, that girl. Uh, <laughs> he's the one who's head up, heading up the Trump, the Trump impeachment, by the way. Him, of all people. That guy. You know, you know, it's really interesting. They they make the idiots, you know, impeachment is so serious, they have to make the idiots in charge. So you have Adam Schiff, and then you have Eric Swalwell, the two idiots. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez, what is this world coming to? I mean, this keeps up any further, people. I mean, I mean, do we really want to stay in this country? I, I mean, what? but if we were to move... Like, which country would we actually move to that is better than the United States, even at its worst? <sighs> I don't know. I really don't know. And so, some, some of me just hopes that, that certain states secede from the nation. We have our own Republican ways, you know, fine. fine. Like Twitter and Amazon, they hate us. So we just have entrepreneurs like, who, who build their own. We have 75 million people strong, all entrepreneurs, you know, the, all the left. For the most part, the left, if, if the republic, if they don't want the Republicans, the Republicans are all the, the workers, right? They're the middle class now. The, the left is all the really high-end Silicon Valley people. They have, and a lot of them have way more, way more money than us, but they need people like us to do all their dirty work, right? You know, to fix the refrigerators, to fix their air conditioning, to fix their cars, and um, and <laughs> what would happen if we all leave? It almost feels like it almost feels like the Anne Rand novel. I forgot what that novel was, and that Donald Trump is John Galt, and I'm waiting for him to set up his own separate his own separate haven that we can all go to. Does this sound like a cult leader now? Like I'm just waiting for Donald Trump to lead us. You know, <laughs> I sound like a Type Six loyalist. Oh my God, which I'm not. Anyway, all right, people. I am going to end this here uh, before I say something I shouldn't. Um, I'm not sure where I went with this on this podcast. Read a bunch of different articles, gave my opinion on QAnon, uh, and then uh, didn't have didn't have a lot of funny things to say like I usually do. But oh well. Okay, I'm out of here, people, and uh, I hope you had a nice weekend, and uh, hope I have a better podcast tomorrow. Bye.